What does it mean to be heart-centered? What does connecting to your heart center feel like? How do you connect with and live a heart-centered life? Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Karista, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass, and I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we are all connected, and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Shira. Hi, y'all. I'm Karista. And thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Love Always Self. We're always so grateful to have you. And thank you for being a part of our lives. Carrie and I were having a discussion the other day and between the two of us. And in that discussion, we were talking about whenever you're going in and you're going within, right? When everyone tells you, oh, hey, like when you're going to go within, you're going to like reach that heart center <laughs> and, 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 you know, feel it in your heart. And when I first started learning how to do meditation, again, there's no specific way to that. Just keep that in mind. But when I first started learning, connecting with self and self-love and feelings and getting into my own feelings and what they mean and the the guides out there, the teachers out there that I was following they would always talk about being in the heart center and and feeling from the heart and how this is an important thing to like enhance your light within, right? And connecting with your guides and and doing all the things that we show you how to do. And then the question would always be in the back of my head, what the heck does that mean? It sounds like a bunch of fluff, (laughs) (laughs) like intangible, just like like, what do you, what do you mean connect with my heart? I mean, it's in there. It's beating, you know, I'm here, I'm alive. I'm listening to this. So like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what Carrie and I want to talk about today. We want to talk about what that means, how to get to it, what it's supposed to feel like, and give a little bit more guidance behind that. Cause I, I feel like mm-hmm. that's needed. Yeah. And, and you had actually looked up cause you were just curious how many resources are there out there? And there's not nearly as many as we expected. So here we go. Yeah, here (laughs) we go. So when we started writing the questions for our introduction, the first one being, well, what, or second one being, what does it feel like? I had to really stop for a moment and be like, ah, what does that feel like? How would I describe that to somebody? So I actually wrote down a few examples. I think understanding the feeling of it will help to explain what it means. Yeah. So a couple of examples that came up in my mind 
were like cuddling a newborn baby, just that innocence of this tiny little life that came into this world and just the sweetness of Mm -hmm. this undistorted being, just the pureness of them, meeting a new puppy and getting puppy kisses and just the delight in that. That was the best. Yeah. And having a a deep conversation with a loved one Mm. and feeling supported and understood and having that other person be curious enough to want to know you and what's what's beyond and deeper. So feeling that love and support from somebody else. And then when you're being silly with your best friend, the joy and the laughter. Yeah. And then another one is eating like a a home-cooked meal that you haven't Mm. had in years. Yeah. Like something that just speaks to your your heart and your gut you know it's right it just makes you feel like at home and comforted yeah and then finally the last example is when you feel very chilled and you go outside and stand in the warm sun and it just like that warmth Mm. yeah so joy gratitude, laughter, just the, the purity of like, that's the best way I can describe it is by giving examples of these things that make you feel just love. Yeah. I want to touch on a couple of things that you mentioned there because it's important to me to explain what it's felt like to go into there's a connection to what you just said and what it feels like when I go into a channeled state, mm-hmm. which is my best way I can describe this is the is the closest that I feel like I can get connected to source mm-hmm. when when I am not fully present, especially like especially when I allow uh, one of my guides to come through and kind of take over, right? my experience behind this body, but in the realm of consciousness is I'm experiencing normally being with loved ones that have passed. I'm experiencing talking to my guides. I'm, I'm still aware ish of what's going on, especially if I'm trans channeling, but there are certain things that you touched on that I wanted to go back to because of those experiences and because of how I've felt those connections home you mentioned home. Mm-hmm. I have felt that when I am in those trans channeling moments and I'm having those connections with my loved ones and my guides, which are my loved ones, right? I feel closest to what home really feels like. Mm-hmm. And that sense of that is is just so powerful. You You've also mentioned connection. Mm-hmm. And and being connected with other people, even in non-physical and physical form, that connection and when you feel truly connected with somebody. So I'm going to take an example. Say like you go to a coffee store and when you're in a coffee store, you have like a small chat moment. Like somebody's like, ooh, what kind of coffee did you just get? And you tell them 
what you just got and they're like, oh, wow, that sounds really good. And you're like, I know, right? It is so good. And then they get it. And maybe you're still both sitting there and you have this moment of connection with somebody and you leave that coffee store and you're thinking to yourself, man, I just really connected with this like complete stranger, but it felt so good to have this like common ground in something. That connection is all around us. It's everywhere. And to me, that brings me into the heart center, right? And it reminds me of home, of my true home, not the physical home that I have here in this third dimensional reality and realm and earth bound scenario, right? I'm talking about not physically here anymore, that home, right? That source connection. One of the things that I like to practice, and and I was practicing this the other night, uh, you know, I was just like laying in bed and I was watching TV and my husband was asleep and and I was like, okay, heart-centered. What the heck does that mean to other people? And how how does how does it feel? And I was just sitting there thinking about it and I was like, okay, I want to get connected. I want to remember those moments when I'm channeling and I want to feel that. And I want to see if I can feel that when I'm not channeling. Like just be completely present with that moment. Mm-hmm. And the first thought that I had was to think about all the times that I've had a moment, a connection with somebody. Mm-hmm. Or when I was on, when you and I took a beach trip and we were having so much fun and we had, we were in Carrie's car and she's got one of those roofs that retracts and we had our hands out the window and we were singing to songs super loud and we knew the lyrics of every song that we had. And then we were on the beach and she's doing cartwheels and I'm taking photos <laughs> of it. And I was like, I can't do that. And it was so much fun, but it was like this moment in time, this moment in time. And so I was remembering that. I was remembering the day that I met my puppy Webster, right? And the feeling that I had. So I love that you mentioned dogs or your pets. I remember holding a couple friend of mine when they first had their baby and and I went to the visit them in the hospital and I was just like, wow, welcome to earth, you know? And I was like excited for the adventures you're going to have. Like, shit, they're really hard here, but like, (laughs) it's going to be amazing, you know? Or like when my my kid came home and he's excited to, you know, talk about his graduation, right? Or or just the day I got married and that look that we had in each other's eyes after I'd walked down the aisle. These are the moments that I was remembering and I felt that swelling in my chest. You know, like right before you're about to cry, kind of swelling in your chest. And I think to me, that is that feeling of heart-centered. And I'm getting these visions right now of that's the strongest of when your light is shining the brightest from your heart chakra. You can't see it with your physical eyes. There are some people that can see it, but most of us can't see it when it's happening. But I promise you, if my guides are telling me that that's what's going on, that's what's going on. The, The visuals get strong when my eyes are closed. So it's a really, really cool and fascinating way to me to feel heart-centered, right? Mm -hmm. And I find that it's impressive that it's usually connected to a memory. Mm -hmm. When we felt love, Mm -hmm. when we could feel the full expression of it, either receiving it for somebody else or just feeling it within us. 
And I think the difference between having those heart-centered moments and living a heart-centered life is the action step, Mm. the expression step of that heart-centered life. And so that's, that's not the easier part, living it. And these are tools. These memories are tools in bringing your awareness back from that head-centered space back down to that heart-centered space. Yeah. And so that is one way of assisting you in getting to that heart-centered space is recalling those memories and reliving them in your mind and feeling it as if it were happening in this moment. I should tell you that Brady is here and he's taking a softer tone with me than normal. It's less sarcastic. Are you sure it's Brady? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, his, he's got a he's got a very uh, bubbly energy about okay. him. So he just mentioned to me he just mentioned to me that he was saying that are you really living in the past when you bring it present? Which I just thought that was a cool little statement to say. Because you're, we're talking about thinking about our past to bring that forward into that feeling. And he's giving me this like completely wild concept right now that you're bringing it into the present when you do this. Right, right. Which is cool. Yeah. I mean, anyway. we don't need to get into the whole everything's happening at once. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I just had to tell you that he, he stepped forward to just kind of like make this statement. But I was like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It might be a little too technical for me at the moment. I don't know if my brain can get there. (laughs) I don't know if we're going to concept this one. So we've talked about what it feels like Mm. about feeling at home is, is one of, I I don't know if there's a better way to put it. Quite honestly, you feel at home, even if your physical environment doesn't feel like home. Like I've experienced this in meditations as well. And it's a beautiful, just beautiful peaceful. Everything is just in flow. There's no turbulence in those moments. So how do we start living in that heart-centered lifestyle more? For, For me, I do have to put it into an action and I have to use a perspective shift in order to go there. So especially if I'm having like a really bad day, you and I kind of went through this moment recently where I was having a really hard day and you gave me space and compassion during that moment. And you made me laugh and I was able to feel joy in a time where I wasn't in a joyful state. And I feel like when you're doing that, you're really using your heart And you're living from your heart and you're expressing that to others to share that with them. And it brings them into that moment as well with you. It brings them into that more heart-centered space as well. And for me, that's a very good example of living from Mm -hmm. a heart-centered space. Absolutely. Learning how not to react, learning how to respond. And and if you don't mind, I'd like to be more transparent in that Mm -hmm. interaction when you became visibly upset to me because I wasn't aware that you were having a bad day. Yeah. And I said something that triggered a reaction in you and your reaction then triggered a reaction in me. So audience don't think that we're perfect. 
Yeah, no, like, I, no. I didn't just go, okay, well, um, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I, I took my headphones off. I set them down. I kind of pushed back from my desk a little bit. I took a couple breaths. Yeah. And which gave you the space to take some breaths too. Yeah. And probably have a quick conversation. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, I, I for sure had to. <laughs> and yeah. when, when I put my headphones back on, you admitted what was going on. You said, Hey, like I'm having a really bad morning. This is going on. I, you took responsibility for your reaction. Mm-hmm. And in those first like two seconds of you taking the time to, okay, let me walk it back. I had that moment of softening and, and that's exactly how it felt. I softened. I didn't need to react. This wasn't about me as far as the negative passing forth back and forth of energy, but we had an opportunity to do something different. Yeah. We both in that moment had to shift our perspectives of what was really going on. There was an our energy space. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that is important. I'm glad you, I'm glad you elaborated on that. Wasn't sure we were going to go there or not, but hey. (laughs) And that's happened. That's happened in reverse as well. It's just, we, Shire, we're, we're blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I think that there's a lot of us out there though, that this was all learned. We all, you and I learned how to establish a connection with one another, establish a communication, establish a way to feel, right? Having that moment to live in the heart and know that that's the place we want to be. We've made a conscious choice to go there. We've made a conscious decision to be those people. Mm-hmm. And and that's what we wish for a lot of you is for you to learn who you are, how you react to things, discover what are your triggers, be able to acknowledge what your triggers are, be able to figure out what it feels like to feel love for yourself, feel love for others feel it in that heart-centered space. And when you feel that, you want it more often. It's addicting. (laughs) Not even going to lie. And so that's the place that I would prefer to be in a majority of my day. And now we're human. We're here to have a human experience. We're going to experience polarity. So when you get in the muck and you remember, ah, that's not what I want to feel like right now. And I'm not talking about pushing things aside. I'm not talking about pushing it down and holding it in and all those things. No, 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 no. I'm talking about giving yourself enough space. Like Carrie just explained in a scenario between her and I, where we took a moment, you take a breath, if that's what you need, right? Yeah, because Lord knows I was going to snap back with something catty. And I was like, wait, you you know, I don't (laughs) (laughs) big T, time out. (laughs) And so putting that into practice, and like I said, we're, Shira and I are very lucky that we have each other because it's a lot easier to practice with each other when we're both practicing. It's still Mm -hmm. a work in progress, spreading that outward. Yeah. But that's, that's a part of living in that heart centered space, recognizing that you, you love one another and your intention may not be to hurt somebody's feelings. But it's your responsibility as a communicator to ensure that you're communicating in a way that your intentions are being communicated clearly. So if you are 
trying to love somebody through your communication, check yourself. Is it all in alignment? Is it being received in the way that you are trying to communicate? And if it's not, okay, well then we need to adjust something because we want to make sure that the other person is understanding of what we're trying to communicate. Absolutely. And you have to be more self-aware to acknowledge that, in my opinion, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be self-aware of what it is that you like to feel like, that you like to express towards others. And if you're not somebody that wants to be heart-centered, and maybe this episode's not for you, but still, that is a choice. (laughs) At least you're aware. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) That's your choice. (laughs) We're not here to judge you. Exactly. Exactly. So some other things that I came up with as far as ways that we can draw our focus back from our brain space, our mind, our monkey mind, and down into our heart space is using EFT. So Mm. emotional frequency tapping, is that... I think that's what it stands for. And so basically it's just tapping. It's, it's, you can do it anywhere on your body. And when we do it in our heart center, it helps us to bring that focus using a tangible action. Right. I wrote down pulling in memories, which I mentioned (laughs) earlier, experiencing laughter. And one of the things that you do is you'll put on a song and you will sing. And I do this too in my car. (laughs) And we just sing out loud. Like who cares about the ears around us? Hopefully, you know, again, that's why I do it in my car because I don't want to hurt anybody's ears. But (laughs) I'm like, I don't even care. You're going to hear me today. Laughing at yourself a little bit (laughs) and just like making yourself like, it's like raising your vibration. Right. That's exactly what it is. And then giving. Yeah. So when we give to others in whatever form that may be, whether it's a helping hand a couple of dollars, you know, a can of soup. That's, that's love. Yeah. I always feel like that's a way of remembering somewhere subconsciously you're remembering again, like your home and who you are and where you really come from. And I I sometimes wish that everyone has just learned how to do this and like learn that you can see these things in your mind's eye or physically. I mean, it's not really physically, but like even every night when you go to sleep, I I firmly believe that you're traveling into these unseen realms and you're connecting with yourself. You're connecting with your guides, whether you remember that or not. The veil of forgetfulness is thick here, y'all. But like, (laughs) (laughs) but I firmly believe that because of this, that we all have a form of remembrance. It's a good way to to remember again <laughs> where you come from. And I feel like another really cool way to get heart-centered is to move your body. Mm. I saw somebody mention that in the meditation sitting position and when you bring your hands together in a prayer position and you bring it to your chest, that that was a practice done to help focus Mm -hmm. your body's energy and attention onto your heart. And the first time I heard that, I was like, oh, that's cool. Because of course, you know, like Carrie mentioned when the tapping, same thing. When you place your hand on your heart, it helps you focus. Or if you place your hand on your arm, you're now focused on your arm where your attention goes, your energy flows. Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of a cool little, little trick that I learned. Yeah. Yeah. So 
what is being heart-centered? It's living in love. Yeah. That's the easiest way to put it. Right. Living in expressions of love. And it's important that you learn what love means to you. Define it for yourself. I don't think there's a one single definition. Mm -hmm. I don't think that love has to be any kind of specific way mm -hmm. outside of you learning exactly what that means for yourself. So start there. Yeah. And and we're not talking about romantic love. Like mm -hmm. th There's so many different types of love. It's like this just pure caring, like... I almost feel like it's something similar to a parent loving a child in a, in a good relationship. Right. Right. 100% mm -hmm. agree. Well, I hope that this information has helped a little bit. I hope it triggers a little bit of a memory <laughs> for you. Take today and think about a time where you felt joy, you felt gratitude, you felt happiness, you felt laughter, and then just put your hand on your heart and feel it. Mm -hmm. awesome. Be in that for a moment. Are we ready to do the collective card reading? Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And today we are going to use on today's collective card reading. I would like to take us to the angel guide. The card deck that we're using is by Kyle Gray and it is called the angel guide oracle. Yay. Beautiful 44. artwork. Oh my gosh, I know. And I did draw three cards right before we hit record. And if you want to actually see these cards, you can hop over to our YouTube channel at Love Always Self. But of course, we will take some time to describe each card to you as well. But let's start with no. I want to start with this one. This one, I feel like, what, what do you get from it, Carrie? I'm interested. Okay. So first off, this card, it says no with an exclamation point, like hard stop. The image is of this like angelic figure with long blonde hair that is whisked up towards the sky and has angel wings fully out behind them, but then also across their chest. And just below that chest plate of wings, they are crossing their arms, allowing almost like water to flow out of their hands. And so I was, I was stumped by this card, quite honestly. I was like, no, well, what were we asking? So I was kind of like, what does this mean? Does this mean that we need to pause, like tap the brakes, rethink what's going on in our lives and just evaluating before we take next steps? Like, oh, your favorite word, practicing patience in mm -hmm. our actions forward rather than just putting our head down and bearing through and not listening to our subtle bodies and our physical yeah. body. Yeah. I think it's all of the above. One of the things that I keep, well, what was funny is that when I was shuffling the deck to pull, I try to go for three. And mm -hmm. so far, my guides have been really cooperative with that. So thanks, y'all. And at first, though, I had this like really thick chunk of cards pop up. And it was like a lot of them. And they didn't fall, but they just kind of popped up. And I said no. And then a single card fell down. And it was this one. And I was like, ah. And I kept thinking about too much. There's so much. And, and you said this recently, Carrie, but there's so much going on right now that sometimes we need to set boundaries and just say no. Mm. 
and, and allow ourselves to be who it is that we want to be when we want to be it, how we want to be it. And if that means you're not going to go do this event, or if that means I don't feel like doing laundry today, if that means you need to do whatever it is that you need to do, whatever, just put up your, put up your boundaries a little bit. So getting comfortable with the word no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it's not just about telling the other people around us. Sometimes we need to get comfortable with telling ourselves no. So evaluating what do you have on your plate? Do you really want to put more on your plate? Do you have to put more on your plate? And if not, right. no. So then comes two cards that came out together. And one of them was <laughs> take a step back. <laughs> I feel like I said this. <laughs> I think I said this on the no card. Take a step back, reevaluate. Yeah. Do you see how this works? I like that this card, ironically, not really. It's it's always on purpose, right? This card has a chakra heart-centered energy ball of light coming from the center of the chest. And it looks as if this gentleman is putting, I guess, putting hand up while also holding this light above the other hand. And it looks almost like a swirling light, which is exactly what I imagine when I'm practicing feeling in the heart center. So I thought hmm. that was pretty cool. What are you getting from it? The the image itself on the card is of it looks like a male figure fully robed in like this bluish purple robe with a goldish outline and as is it a male or female i don't know it I'm doesn't not matter sure but it's got a it hoodie doesn't matter yeah <laughs> and see the wings yeah yeah i was getting there i was getting there so yes behind this figure that's standing there there's like this glare of light directly behind his head and I'm not sure if you noticed, but it kind of looks like an old skeleton keyhole mm. between what appears to be, it's like this air moving past you, but it it looks like wings. So it kind of right. reminds me of like the clouds in a certain way, like just- That's cool. Like the sun beaming through. Yeah. Um, and then, so it says, take a step back. So it's standing in front of this light, which again- is connecting me with a doorway of some sort. Yeah. So I'm going back to what I originally said is taking a moment, taking a pause, take a step back, zoom out and see the bigger picture. There's so many times when we get stuck on this one little thing, the, the tree. Yeah. So don't it. forget to take a step back, zoom out, and then zoom into the heart center. Absolutely. And then while you're doing that, learn to Ooh, trust. That's a cool card. Isn't that a cool card? But yeah, learn to trust the universe. Does it look like it's moving? Right. Anyway. The card is is beautiful. It's like this swirling of rainbow light, like a galaxy with a sun spinning in the middle or a bright star. Suns are stars. Yeah. Anyways, and around it, there's a circle of gold with, it looks like little inscriptions or paisley, like doodles. <laughs> It kind of looks, I mean, for all of my fellow sci-fi fans, it, it actually looks like the, oh, what's that TV show back in the day? Uh, Stargate. Stargate. Thank you. Mm -hmm. 
That was a great show. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was the best. Come it back. does look like a Stargate. It does. Where they traveled throughout the universe to different planets. Exactly. So this makes me think of the conversation with Adam Russell on mm. the people's journey and how yes. the system, meaning the universal system, not man-made systems, the source-made universe systems, everything is working for us. It doesn't always feel like it and we can't always see it as such, but in the end, it's always working for us for our highest and greatest good. Absolutely. And a really awesome imagery for remembering where you come from and Mm -hmm. source Mm -hmm. right there in the center of that card. That is that brightest of lights that just fills us all up and we are all connected to it. I saw somebody recently doing this live and I, and I saw a comment on there and somebody had said, how do I learn to connect with source? And when I saw the comment, I wish I kind of would have said something back, but you know, there's so many people responding to this individual, giving her all sorts of advice. And the only thing I could think about over and over and over again was you are source. Mm. You're completely part of source. You're just in a place where we forgot and we're just trying to find our way back. It's so cool. We're always looking outside of ourselves right. for the answer. Absolutely. And we have everything we need within us, including access to answers and access to source, access to true unadulterated loves. Beautiful. I think that was perfectly well said and a perfect way to end this episode. Don't say any more. <laughs> that was beautiful, y'all. <laughs> well, everyone, I hope that you guys have learned something from us today. I hope you take away from this episode and you you take a moment to yourself. You take that step back and you learn how to connect into your heart center because boy, is it a fun ride once you do. I'd be curious if, if any of the audience members gets a wild hair and wants to leave a comment about a memory that came up where you felt that connection with source, where you felt that love, that genuine, just home feeling. Yeah. Share it with us. We have a website. We have Instagram. We have our YouTube channel. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, hit that notification bell to receive information of any episode coming out next. We have an entire playlist on shifting perspectives, something we mentioned quite a bit on today's episode. And we also have a playlist of the people's journey. Previously, we some were... of my favorite conversations. Favorite, favorite. <laughs> we are connecting with those of you out there that want to tell your story. Mm-hmm. How did you start going down your spiritual journey? How did you start going down a yeah. path to self-love? What right? were the bumps in the road? How did you overcome them? How do you feel like you came out stronger? What are you still working on? And if you are interested in being a guest on our episode, you can go to our website, lovealwaysself.com and contact us and we will be happy to, to hear you out. All righty, y'all. We hope you have a wonderful and beautiful rest of your day. Thank you again so much for being here with us in whatever time space you feel like you're in. (laughs) 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 And don't forget to love first, love last. And love always. Like how we switched it up there. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Bye, everybody. (laughs) Hey, listen.
listener. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment. We hope you enjoy today's episode and we look forward to our next connection. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow to stay notified of new content from Love Always Self. If you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss, please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below. I'm Karista. And I'm Shira. And until next time, remember to love first, love last, and love always. Love Always Self podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.